Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it is Trent here, and it is fantastic to have your company today for episode 336. Today on the show, it's a big one as we tackle all the latest news and then jump into a review of Legion's Con 2023. Joining me today in the two Toy Power Studio, the not the Two Power Studio, Two Pack, the Two Pack Studio, Two Toy Power. Oh, studio. There you go. Okay, here we go. We got Scotty. G'day there. We got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hello, hello. And then to give us all the goss and news from Legion Cons, we've got John Caulfield. Welcome, John. Greetings, guys. Hey, hey. now how, how are you? Morning f- in Luxembourg. Yes, <laughs> very, very good morning from Luxembourg. How are you feeling after a massive yeah, trip? I'm, I'm recovering. Yeah, I'd say still. Still kind of running a little bit jet lag and a bit of a head cold, but uh, it was better than last year. Last year I was really struggling afterwards. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, that's I think good. I probably had had the COVID last year. Which <laughs> yeah, yeah. at least that. Or yes. maybe my body's used to it by now. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's it. Well, it's good. Good to have you back. And with some celebrity status this time around, um, more yeah, so than the the painting with the uh, the Euro Legions uh, podcast yeah, and and Euro getting Legions in podcast, playing around with the. Um, my wife is going to kill me, guys. Yeah, we had a... So firstly, yeah, we so we started the podcast in March and we did a weekly episode since March uh, but focused mainly on legions. Um, so people know us more now, which is cool. I mean, I guess you guys know that a little bit from your local scene when you're doing the toy shows there or whatever. People maybe know you more than the regular person. So uh, that was a bit of fun uh, and good for us coming from so far that, you know, we have a kind of in already. Apart from with just a few people that we met last year, yeah, that's wicked. Yeah, um, and then yeah, my wife's going to kill me. Did their three hundred episode on Saturday night in the hotel, and we were involved in the quiz element of that, which was a complete blast. And <laughs> certainly wouldn't have wouldn't have been involved unless we had the podcast. So uh, that was uh, certainly good. It's amazing when podcasting <laughs> a good little can side take benefit. you, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Wonderful. That, yeah. that is good. We, we're really looking forward to hearing more about that. But before we get into the Legion's Con mm. recap, we've got a bit of news to touch on. We do. There is quite a lot. So let's do it. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. she's got a new hat. So what sorry, guys, see, there's, oh, sorry, John, go there's, for it. There's other toy lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you listen to our show, right? This is to me, wow. <laughs> there, there are, and, and one of these yeah. we're going to talk about, um, formerly sculpted by the Four Horsemen. I don't think they're involved anymore. And it'll be interesting to see maybe that transition mm. so, no. as, as the Four Horsemen move away and there's some, um, I don't know, Super 7 in-house sculptors having a crack at some of their own characters. Yeah, yeah. So we are talking Super 7, we're talking Ninja Turtles, and we're talking their Ultimates range of figures. Wave 11 was just uh, shown off the other day. Probably the star attraction and the one that's got people the most interested is the Rat King Reborn. 
Um, this is very much what we didn't get first time around from the Rat King. He looks a lot more like the OG toy. Now, we were told at the time by Brian Flynn and co that there was a licensing issue with the designer uh, behind the actual original Playmates figure, so they had to make him look like his video game appearance. Um, people didn't seem to like that. It went down like a lead balloon, it's fair to say. And I don't know what voodoo slash bucket of money they had to back up to someone's house to make it happen, but I think it's pretty much worth it. This guy looks uh, amazing. Um, alternate heads. He's got all the accessories and stuff as per the vintage figure. Um, but yeah, so he's the one that sort of grabbed most people's attention. There is a battle damage foot soldier as well, which is a bit of a retooling of that wave one foot soldier. Uh, some alternate heads in there that sort of uh, nice little nods. More to Filmation, not Filmation, the uh, Fred Wolf cartoon, sorry. But also the, uh, the mutation one. The one yes, that, the uh, mutating toy one as yeah, well. Yeah, yep. so that's a nice little nod. We get uh, rapping Michelangelo to help finish out those rock and roll turtles. I love his updated boombox and, and his little shades are separate. And then, excuse me, the really interesting one is what they're calling Ninja Nomad Leonardo, which is a heavy reuse of the original Leonardo. Got some different accessories. He's got a, a cloak. He's got a, a Raiden-esque hat that he can uh, put on. It's a sewer lid. Uh, yeah, and a sewer lid, yeah. um, I think it's a garbage can that's sort of strapped to his head as a bit of a nod to the original uh, head-dropping figures. Um, if you oh, look is at that where it's from? That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Yeah, okay. If you if you were to do the homework on that, well, let, let's, let's, let's come to Leo in a second. Let's have a look at this Rat King because he's now got the dead cat that sort of hangs from his waist. We've got... No, no, it hangs from his shoulder. What? Yep. yep, it do, it's, not it's, a not belt. A, it's not a belt. Really? Yep. It's not a belt. It Look hangs it. around the, the side of his shoulder and uh, goes across his uh, torso. That seems a strange concession considering yeah, everything else about this screams the original figure. Yep, yep. I, I, I reckon... I didn't realise that. The, yeah, I've seen pictures of him by himself and how the cat is uh, formatted. So it's like a shoulder to, pauldron yeah, type yep, thing. Yeah, yep, sits on his shoulder. Okay, um, sure. Yeah, weird so. choice. Well, I, I don't think it's a weird choice. I think it's... They are allowed to do things that appeared in other media uh, other than the gotcha. toy, right? right? So if that belt only ever appeared on the toy, mm -hmm. I don't think they can do it. And I reckon they've searched far and wide for images in other media <laughs> other than the toys that allows them to do that Rat King, but they can't do the belt. They can't do the crossbow with the yeah, rat, okay. right? Okay. So they've gone as far as they can push this without, I yeah. think, Touching on the license. Mm. That's why. That's why it's a shoulder, no, okay. a shoulder cat. Don't worry, ramen toys have got you. I'm sure they'll they'll format <laughs> a belt with a real you know, soon. Yeah. I mean, speaking as a customizer, I mean, surely it's going to be pretty easy to get this mm. uh, hanging off a belt. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah, yeah. If it It'll... really means that much. We're coming to you, John, uh, <laughs> with, with with four commissions. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the little, I get the little Dremel out and the screwdriver and uh, glue and all that stuff. Beautiful. Let's do it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so we're looking at the foot soldier. That's uh, He's got an alternate, a couple of alternate hands that look like more robotic sort of damage stuff. So that's kind of cool. Um, and now we've got our Leo and our Mikey. Interesting, this is the first wave that's actually had two turtle figures in them. Yep. Normally they space these out at one a wave. Um, I, I feel like that was a bit of a concession because I feel like this Leonardo is the controversial one. Look, I love it because it's my boy Leonardo. But I do recognize that most people are going to go, oh, I could probably make that myself. I put a little cape on him. I put a little, you know, 
bit of alfoil on his head and I've got myself this figure. Now, it apparently comes from uh, Super 7, uh, I believe he's one of their art designers or directors, Kyle. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. There's a lot of W's and Z's and Y's in there, so I'm not even going to try. Um, but he, this is an in-house design and his brief was, I wanted to make a figure that I felt would fit in with the original Playmates line. And to that degree, you sort of go, I, I, I could see that to to a point. Um, I think what's missing is that in the 90s when when these crazy variations of the turtles were coming out is the crazy part of this. Yep. You could honestly see that as being more of a nod to Last Ronin or some of the, you know, the Eastman and Laird original comics. Um I don't know. I I mean, I'm in for this line. I'm going to get it, but what are, what do other people think is if as a as a outsider looking in? No. No, Ben's nah, shaking his nah, head. I don't like it. Uh, not that I don't like it. No, I it's just fine. think there's, it's a fine figure. there's so many other characters that yeah. need to be made before this uh, Ultimates Playmates fit wraps up and then they start the 2003 uh, yeah. version. It just scares the hell out of me that from, from – and this is a person that doesn't even collect the line much – that we're not going to get a scale tail. We're not going to get a general trag. We're not going to get a hot, 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 hot spot, is it? Hot spot, oh, pizza yeah, face. You know, they're, they're just, yeah. just going to skip all these and yeah. – I mean, like, and back to to Mikey. I had this um, Rap and Mike uh, mm-hmm. toy as a kid, and he didn't have a boombox. He had a keytar uh, mm-hmm. and things. So it, it, there's little differences. Uh, didn't he have like a DJ deck? That no, sorry, you could, it was a yeah, DJ. It was like a deck. A turntable, sorry. but it wasn't. Stuff, it wasn't yeah. a boombox. And yeah, things. yeah, uh, that's a good point. Uh, so it's not as perfect, uh, you know. Yeah. Collation to the Playmates one. Whether that is a licensing thing or they thought yep. the boombox would be better mm. um yeah john do you like the boombox or yeah i mean just looking at these from uh, i'm coming totally different perspective to you ben i'm just looking at them as figures here in front of me and i just think they're awesome looking you yeah know? cool all right <laughs> I, nice. I just think that mikey is mental i love it the yeah. wife beater the, <laughs> the the whole thing the medallion yeah. the headphones the boom bar, the, the, boom go, the gold everywhere. chains, it's, the gold chains and the rings, so like all the fun. Yeah, the yeah, sun yeah, glasses, yeah. It's the it's the just a cool figure. I understand. If, awesome. I understand if you're collecting purely on nostalgia here, you'll notice all the little differences. Yep. Um, but I think I come at it more just looking at the figures and going, wow. And even the Mikey, the same. You know, there's such cool little things there. The you know the bin lid on the head. It's yep. great. Yep. When do you get a figure like that? <laughs> Put a bit you of know. cardboard down on your um on your display <laughs> shelf and have Mikey in like a uh, spinning on the head move. You know, <laughs> doing a head spin. Yeah, yeah. Or rad. just get a Sesame Street Oscar the Grouch figure and just <laughs> put Leo in it instead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, the the thing that can I mean the Leo again, cool mm. figure. The the problem I have with it is very similar to the first Leo we got. Mm-hmm. That that that's sort of to me the yep. problem. And for a hundred dollars a figure, it's hard to justify. If these were twenty dollar figures, you'd go, yeah, just get the wave. It's a cool looking figure. Nothing yep. wrong with it. And and I agree with Ben's point. With so many more to do, now what for the next four waves we get this Super Seven themed yeah. turtle. Whose whose place are they taking yeah. to to put that in? Like. And look, I think he's he's done a perfectly fine job. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't a hundred dollar figure, I'd be fine with it. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't dropping these figures so infrequently, yep. I'd be be more okay with it. I, I just feel like what they started out with with this line has changed along the way. Licensing may be a big part of that. Yeah. And, and so it, it feels like Ben said we're not going to probably be able to get those toy. I don't think we can get General Crag. 
Oh, I just don't man, think we can get hurts. a toy version of that. Yeah, and this is sort of so the wave itself maybe isn't super disappointing, but it's mm. that chain, it's that pivot. What it represents. It's what it represents yeah, now. And, and what we've got on the screen in front of us now is the a change to the packaging in that it doesn't have that classic Turtles logo that everyone's familiar with. This is more a comics uh, era yep. sort of, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the black and the white, which uh, looks cool. The other thing is interesting to note is this entire wave does not feature the packaging like slipcase yeah, that we're used to. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe that's a cost cutting thing. I, I, I don't quite understand that, but um, yeah, we have heard rumors that they are, or not rumors, but confirmation that they are doing a 2003 line. So maybe this is the start of them pivoting away from the Playmates line we all thought and hoped it, it was going to be. So. I guess we'll we'll find out. I'm still ordering it. I mean, I, I put myself in the situation go, if that was a Donatello figure, would I be ordering it? Probably still yes. Yep. Because okay. I've I'm 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 committed, but at the same time I, I get why people are are a bit cold on it. Yeah. Really. All right. Um something that I think no one is cold on is mm-hmm. a Mondo Panther. <laughs> I mean, the Battle Cat has started showing up. Yes. And um we had uh, Dirty Uncle Mitch it, yep. grab the Mondo Battle Cat, and that thing is out of control. It's bigger than his actual cat. Yeah, he <laughs> posted <laughs> with his cat. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and look, it's fair to say that this was always probably going to be on the cards once you've got the bulk of the tooling. Yeah. And gee, he looks incredible in that purple. And look at the um, armor, the sort of saddle piece on him. That metallic sheen over that sort of dark turquoise color. It just absolutely pops. Look at that thing. That is ginormous. <laughs> 12 inches high, 18 inches sort of nose heads? to tail. Uh, four th- heads? Four heads yeah. in total. If, you get that, that sort if there of was, front gauntlet. If there was something else being spoken about at Legion's Con, it was guys going around going, have you got the Mondo Panther? Did you get the Mondo Panther? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, a lot of people wow. mentioning it. I, I'm it a seems huge to appeal fan. To... Sorry, go on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a huge... just seems to appeal to people that are that are into that kind yeah. of, uh, you know, yeah. uh, type of figure. Yeah. yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Havoc Staff uh, helmet with the uh, big uh, ram horns. I love, love, love that. I thought that was one of the best additions the Four Horsemen did with Classics, and I'm so glad to see it as an option for this yeah. Mondo uh, version because that if, if I got this, uh, I'd be definitely throwing that helmet on because it just... And uh, I love... Yeah. I love the way the realistic paint apps are mm, on yeah. these it's on the armor, painted, yeah. You know? And and that alternate head with the the green eyes is, is that's a filmation nod, unless I'm mistaken. Like, is that because the other green the, eyes, yeah, yeah. The other heads are more all seen the same with the quite aggressive looks and and the yellow eyes, which is as you said probably more classics than anything else. This one just it's got softer features to it. It's got big green eyes, and I feel like that's a that's a filmation nod. I just can't recall exactly how how the purple kitty looked back in the day. Very similar to what we're seeing on screen. It wasn't yeah. flopped, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we're moving on to some McFarlane news. We what did we did we miss Batman last week? Are we going to catch up on some Batman? There may be more Batman. Yes, <laughs> we need we need more Batman in the uh, in the Todd's life. So <laughs> he's got Collector Edition Wave Three launches for pre order November fifteenth, featuring Captain Carrot, Batman as Green Lantern, Superman from the Return of Superman, and include Crypto. 
Crypto the Wonder Dog. So these images have been doing the rounds and you get people just going, okay, it's a Superman, it's a Batman, we get that. But I need a super heroic giant rabbit in my life. Like even if the people don't have association with the character, they're just like, look at him. His cape is held on to his shoulder pauldrons <laughs> with little carrot motifs. He's got the same things on his gauntlets. He's got a big C in the middle of his chest for Carrot Man. I have no idea on the history of this figure or this character even. But I, I, my only question is, why didn't they drop this at Easter time? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's more bonkers than Plundor. Yeah, yeah. right. This exactly has got vibes of Plundor. At least is the, the evil motif. This is a heroic character. I feel like this should have been a a, a cartoon alongside of Banana Man, right? Like mm. this should have been the spin off from Banana Man back in the eighties. Like as a customizer, yeah. Johnny, you just seeing potential for Bugs Bunny and uh, <laughs> Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, and... I mean, this is the this is the first time I've seen this figure, and it was instantly, oh dear, I need that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I you honestly know. think with the right paint job, you could make that mean yeah. as hell and a adversary oh, yeah. to you know, it'll fit right in with Mythic oh, yeah. Legions. You know, <laughs> definitely, it's definitely worth. And at the price of these figures, even for just parts, it's worth yeah. picking up. Yeah, you know, the cape is cool as well with the carrots. You could. Uh, Make them look a little bit more uh, realistic with a bit more paint on them, yeah. and yeah, awesome. And even the body—I mean, there's the texture of that suit. You could do something with yeah. that. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. very unique style, isn't yep. it? And yep. I do like that. Yeah, you could almost picture that being, you know, real. So, hmm. yeah, what more of this, Todd? Please. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Just break away. Break away. Do when he does something different, really stands yeah. out, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, absolute bonkers. Um. This is exciting. Mm -hmm. Masters of the Universe and the TMNT mashup of Wave 2. Now, Ben, got to go to you first because we sort of... <laughs> Senior we, boy. Yeah, we, we knew when we were talking about this, we'd seen kind of like the art images of yep. what Shredder might look like. Here he is in action figure format. He's got the Masters of the Universe back. I know you've got a few customs in your yep. room. Yep. How does this work for you? I like it. I... I I think it's really cool. I do love the uh, Shredder with the Master's Buck. I do love the red eyes and yeah. things. That makes him look even more demonic. So looks, he's looks more of an yeah, right? yeah, he's more of an adversary than just a you know a ninja. Uh, but the the big call out for me is Slash. I think Slash looks wicked. I, I'm keen to uh, you know double my collection with Shredder and Slash now. Mm. So and that Slash is, looks like, appears to have a battle damaged action feature or. Well, because uh, he's because he's a crossover with mm, Faker, Faker, it's like yep. robot parts yep. underneath to sort of mimic um, mimic the other blue guy from the other line. Like, yep. yep, yeah. Just talk us through that color palette on Slash because he and he's sporting some reuse of someone else's armor. Yeah, so it looks like he's got Beastman's uh, shoulder pauldrons, uh, which looks pretty cool. He's got the uh, loincloth that uh, you know traditional masters loincloth. He's very blue texture to his skin rather than the sort of um what's it greeny blue yeah, dark to green, normal yeah, yeah, yeah normal slash has uh his um uh what do you call it um the ties of his headdress are uh, you know super long compared to any other slash i've seen um and then he's got the the torn apart uh front shell uh, I'd love to see the back of his shell. I, th I hope it's really spiky. I reckon it's like a Bowser style yeah. shell, the Ooh, big, yeah. big yeah. spikes. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty keen for him. I, I do like that. So the other ones we got here is Raphael sort of done up as uh, Ram Man, which you know we we spoke about potential like different crossovers and stuff. I don't know if we called this one out, but looking at it, you go, oh yeah, 
Like that's makes sense. Perfectly, perfectly obvious. Yeah, I do love his alternate like weapon. He's got a traditional sigh, of course, but he's got his alternate one that covers his entire fist. Um, is that like a um like a spike or kind of reference because it covers yeah. his whole his whole hand. I think that a little bit, yeah. That's pretty cool. You got Beastman dressed up as a samurai. This one I I don't know where this kind of fits. When you think of samurai characters and Masters of the Universe, Beastman is not the guy no. who comes to mind. I think it looks cool. I think the armor's well painted, the blue going off the red, I think it, it works aesthetically. But I just go, that should be I don't know, like a ninja or a yeah, samurai. Like you could or... do it on jitsu. Jitsu. And it exactly. would work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've got some more images here of Ram Man. He's got he looks what do we think of that? Like you talked you mentioned about the Ram sort of yeah. motif, Ben. Like... I, I think it's pretty cool. Like he's it looks extremely demonic. He looks like he's um crossed over with Panthor or something. I don't know. Uh, he looks very troll esque. Uh, he's got not only his traditional uh, battle axe, but he's got a double-sided um, axe as well, which is cool. And on the same screen, we've got uh, Shredder, and he's got a wicked-looking, um, you know, shredded-type battle axe, and he comes with the horde crossbow, which yeah, is that's a, a cool nice addition. Touch. Yeah, I like that. Let's yep. throw back to his uh, allegiance. And his armor is uh, quite pronounced uh, on both his legs and his arms and things, which I just think are so cool, so... I think his only thing, if I have to say, he's missing a belt. I think he needs a, mm, you know, a, okay. a loincloth style additional belt or something like a Skeletor loincloth. Yep, yep. Um, that matches the um, the the purple of his top. And it's it's a bit blue, isn't it? We're used to seeing Shredder with the the purple sort mm. of cape and and even chest armor and stuff. This is this is blue with the grey, which. I think is probably to contrast with the you know the the red red foot logo in the middle there. But what else have we got? Oh, we've got a uh, translucent moss man. Here yeah. you go, John. You're a you're a moss man fan. What do you think of this I one? Am indeed. Yeah, it's cool. Bonkers looking figure. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm always. Uh, I mean, the translucent maybe makes up for the flocked. Although I'm always uh, a fan of the flocked stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's. Bonkers! The sculpt is amazing. There's yeah, some, I've got some additional actually. images of that one because yeah. the the, the uh, accessories take a bit of explaining, and the pictures right. do a good job of that. What what is that? So he's got like it almost looks like another neck piece. Yeah. So, so I think what he's is uh, let's yeah. skip ahead. We've seen Slash. So okay. Let's skip ahead to. Oh wow! Gosh, jeepers! So that you're right. That <laughs> oh, is an additional neck piece gosh. that then attaches to what is basically a Venus flytrap styled head. Um, for those who can't see these images, he's got these long purple, basically, you think uh, Spider-Man with his um, armor, you know, what are the mandibles that sort of come oh, out yes. of his back and yep. stuff. Yep. It's kind of like that sort of vibe to it. Uh, but then that giant flytrap can also appears to be able to attach to his chest and act as a, you know, stay away from me, grabby type thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, um, I feel like they they've... Some characters, they've just gone, all right, here's Leonardo with a bit of armor and some swords. But someone in the design team has gone, I love Moss Man. Let's dial this up to 11. They got very excited, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> they, they okay, I just see Swamp Thing like, yeah, in this. Right? This is uh, shouting out to me. It's just because Moss Man is so cool. Yeah. So yeah. Him, he's the know? man, absolutely. We've got, <laughs> we got a few more additional shots of Wave 1. Now, I know we were quite critical of the, the Krang slash Megator figure. Um, what we didn't see in those original images, I don't think, is he's got the alternate hands where he's got an axe. There's another one where he's got the the more cr- uh, bombing knocker type thing, oh, cool. which is yep. you know, a, nod, a nod to both characters, yes. really. Yep. 
Um, and then as we suspected with uh, Trapjaw, you can take what is ultimately a mouser head off his arm and combine it to make, get a little mouser. So in terms of your army builder, that, that white Trapjaw is going to be the one to make a whole army of mousers for He's you. He's got Roboto's axe, not his own. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting too. It's... Um, I mean, these are Origins figures ultimately when you look at the, the sizing and, and tooling. So yep. I imagine all of these would be part swappable with your current yep. Origins stuff. And that Megator Krang crossover, that chest piece where Krang's sitting in the midriff there, mm. that's removable from what I understand. So you can actually, he's just a normal figure apart from that. Oh, that's cool. So you can take, yeah, take that out and just join oh, okay. him, join oh, him back okay. up. He's cool. just a regular right. green guy. I'm. I'm not sure. Is he going to be oversized, or is he just going to be? No. I mean, okay. he does look oversized in terms of he's got an additional. He's got an extra waist yep. piece if you want to look at it that way. So, as far as price point, that's a good question. Is he going to come in as one of those deluxe figures, yeah. or just on a? I'd say he he and the Moss Man probably yeah, going to be the deluxe. Makes sense, doesn't it? Very cool. I like it. Oh, look, these are these are probably clearer pictures than what we had previously. Yep. And I think I and maybe I've had a bit of time to digest the trap jaw. And, and I really like these. I think I like them more now that I've had a bit of time to digest and see the clearer pictures. Yep. Yeah, agreed. I think if you're, if you're not looking for a reason why they exist, then you can really <laughs> find them cool. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, uh, it, let's not look for the story. And maybe there's going to be more backstory. I know there's going to be mini comics with these, yep. as far as I remember. So that would be cool. But uh, I'm just looking at them as cool figures and interesting designs and you know, people that have poured a bit of their artistic love into these and they're cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Agreed. So this is something we've spoken about before. This is uh the Todd is back into what I would call old school Todd. So it was recently announced that he got the licenses to Diablo and Warcraft. Uh, there has been a whole lot of Diablo pictures. I haven't had time to go through those and work out just what is because I'm talking between the two properties He's dropped what feels like over 50 different figures um, and worth of images in, in all the different things. So this is these are 16-inch scale figures from the... We're going to talk war, war, World of Warcraft today with these, but 16-inch figures non-articulated, so they're in sort of dynamic poses. Um, you can swap out. Some of them have alternate heads. There's about... There's three different color schemes or so for each figure. They have alternate... About three or four swappable parts now in the case of the orc we're looking at there is swappable pauldrons he's got a couple of different weapons they've also gone for a thing of there's a mystery chest in the box that contains a weapon that you don't know what it is and it could be you know one of a half a dozen um different things was that like the game where you kind of would get loot exactly you open a chest and what do you get so it plays it plays into that part of it really well i put this on there because i just went this feels like the todd of old with you think a lot of the uh, non-artic movie maniacs the even some of the before the spawn or even spawn figures themselves those early ones where they're essentially statues but you can swap the head you can put the gun in his hand and and do all that and i think this is just so return to, I guess, what Todd is uh, originally known for, which is interesting now that he's gone in the whole, you know, DC multiverse type thing. So I've just got some images here we're going to bring up. Yeah, I, I really like these. They're cool looking. I mean, the designs out of World of Warcraft are insane, right? Like some really, really nice designs. It's almost got that Warhammer aesthetic, that mm-hmm. sort of big, bulky, chunky, yep. really, really cool. Armor. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, that's right. Crazy, huge sword, sort of Final Fantasy yep. style 
So they, they translate very well. Interesting that he has gone these dynamic poses. I think it, mm. it works for this line. Yep. I think you know, a lot of people like to articulate the action figures, but quite often you can get really good value, kind of these mini statues mm. in, this, um, in this scale, um, compared to probably by the time you do all the articulation, you can probably get, get the price point down a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and so stuff like this, we're looking at an image that's got three variations on, on the theme. You get... Uh, by simply swapping a head, they turn into a bit more of a necromancer-style thing, but otherwise they're a traditional-looking knight. Um, and then you a recolor. So it's feeling a little bit, uh, I guess, G1 Transformers-esque, where you just sit there and go, here's the same thing in three different colors and it's three different characters. But they've gone that extra effort of swapping heads. You swap out the weapons. There's the the mystery loot box sort of component to these as well. Um, I just think this is, is a really interesting choice uh, from the Todd, uh, given where the action figure... And these will be cheap as because they don't yep. have the tooling of articulation and, and all the, the pitfalls that comes with. He's going to be able to pump these out and you know a new whatever paladin knight or something comes into the game, give it a head that looks like the game, yep. give it a paint job, get it out there. Well, alone, look how many paint apps that's got mm. compared to probably your regular off-the-shelf... Mm. Um, DC figure, uh, it's triple, you know, and I think that's where he's putting his money and and sculpting uh, in. So that I reckon, yeah, big thumbs up from me. And this next slide um, is his bread and butter, the dragons. Look at those. I mean, he he loves his beasts and he's very good at them. Um, flying dynamic poses again, probably a bit of reuse. With, with flight stands, flight stands. Yeah. Um, very very. What, cool. what scale are these? Do we know? So these are yeah, six inch sort of scaled. So I believe the oh, dragons cool. are a little bit a little bit bigger than that. Bit I don't bigger, think they're yeah. quite to the they're scale. Not you find scale, them in the no, game, but, but um, yeah, these are, are sort of decently sized. Um, yeah, the dragons are as a two pack, and as you can see, it's largely a recolor, but they've got each got different heads on them, so they kind of feel like like new figures uh, altogether. So. Yeah, now now that you've pointed that out, I'm like, oh, they are uh, just repaints of each yeah. other and with different heads. Yeah, but at uh, first you go, oh, yeah. four, four, four totally yeah. different dragons. Yeah. You're like, oh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I, and I don't think the paint apps are bad for a mass market product. Mm. John, I'd love to see what you could do with one of these figures as a base because oh, yeah. I imagine the sculpts are, yeah. and, and the detail Spot is incredible. On. And if you did a professional paint finish on these, you'd draw all that yeah. out and yep. these would look incredible. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And there's going to be, well, I'll probably try and pick one or two of those yeah. figures up. Definitely the dragon or, or two, because I like that scale for the shelf. I mean, the dragon can be maybe far away or it can just be a bit of a smaller dragon yep. in the six inch line. They can line. be pets. Because uh, <laughs> we don't have room for it, you know, one <laughs> in scale dragon. dragon, you know, uh, it'd be nice. And I'm sure the horseman, for example, will do it one day because <laughs> there's so many people asking. But that actually might be something I pass because it's just insane as insane as it is yeah but i love this size and yeah the sculpt is there which is important and yeah you don't need too much articulation of course fully articulated would be great but just as a kind of a piece on your shelf to maybe back a diorama or a display awesome you know and i i can see guys definitely doing uh punched up paint jobs on these to really make them crazy Without a doubt, yeah. There's a there's a sort of a collage Frank's brought up now of um, sixteen or so different twenty or so different figures, and there is a really a diverse range um, that the Todd is going for. So good on him. Well done for 
getting into some World of Warcraft? Because I'm, I'm sure there are yeah. a lot of fans of the game that would love to have a couple of these on yeah. the shelf for sure. Yep, seems like a natural. Call. And yeah, didn't even touch on all the Diablo stuff. I'm probably a bit more removed from that than I am World of Warcraft. I was like, this all looks really scary and overwhelming. I'm just going to leave that for <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we, a lot of actors and things, you know, they're knighted or whatever uh, through the industry from their amazing forms in the artworks and stuff. But it's awesome to see that a voice actor is achie- getting a Lifetime Achievement Award and that none other than Peter Cullen himself. Oh, the man. So he's been uh, a voice actor since the 70s. Yep. And uh, can anyone tell me, John, can you tell me some of his uh, pivotal roles aside from Optimus Prime? Who, oh, who, come on. Ooh. Who has Peter Cullen voiced? He was Gunner in uh, Dino Riders, I reckon. Right. I said yes. pivotal roles, mate. That's, sorry. No, no, that's, that's still cool. Harness the power. For a whole 13 minutes. Uh, he, okay. Um, he, he was the intro. Winnie the Pooh, wasn't he? Yes. He, he was. Eeyore. Uh, Eeyore. Yep. Eeyore, Eeyore, Eeyore right. and Winnie the Pooh. He voiced the intro for, for Voltron. That's right. That was pretty cool. He was, of course, um, Xandar in G.I. Joe. He did. He blew me away. I went and saw him when he came to uh, one of the supernovas. Yes, mm-hmm. so and did I. Yeah. And uh, for the first time, you know, I've been a Predator fan since I was a teenager. And for the first time, he's like, I did the, the you know, the growl that the Predator does. And I'm like, no, nah, man. Like, I, 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 I couldn't believe that. And he, he did it right there on stage. Like the... That's not bad. I cannot do it. But I'm going to clip that up stage. and use that. <laughs> And and I was I was just, my my head just exploded like yeah. I'm a massive fan of Optimus Prime and all that sort Do you of stuff. Do he's credited for that in the? I'm not sure, but That's, he wow. you know That's insane, isn't because it? and then and I was saying that to Ree and she's like you've told me that fifty times <laughs> and she's like you got to think they didn't have computer synth you know yep. technology yeah, back in the day stuff. so they yep. had to hire voice actors to do that sort of stuff and uh, it just. You know, those things that you never think about and then to um, have people like Peter, Peter Cullen, you know, just Behind rise it. to greatness because he's just doing all this freelance work, you know, type thing um, on on these random movies that later on you're like, oh, my gosh. You know what I need crazy. to see now? I need to see a mashup of Predator film but every time the Predator growl would happen, you just hear like, I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> or, like, or, the, or the transformation. <laughs> like, you know, transformation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so ma- Massive, you know, he's uh, the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences awarded uh, Peter Cullen um, for his Lifetime Achievement Award. So, yeah, bravo, bravo. Yeah, yeah amazing. It's fantastic. And I mean, as a bunch of guys that do podcasts, I mean, I, I guess... I have a renewed appreciation for voice actors and yes. people that do that kind gig. of stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. And, 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 and what they can achieve un- with it. Yeah. A lot of unsung heroes as well. You know, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, producers and. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well done. Very good. All right. All right. What are we doing next? Are we going to jump into. Yeah. Let's do Legion's Con. Legion's Con. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now, um, this is the big event if you're a Mythic Legions fan. And, John, you are one of the biggest Mythic Legion fans. I certainly know. All the way <laughs> over from Luxembourg um, to the States, tell us a little bit Absolutely, about yeah. your um, experience there for Legion's, Legion Con 2023. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a bit like a family reunion where you actually like all the family. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you're not like Christmas at all, yeah. <laughs> so this is your yeah, second exactly, time yeah. there, correct? Yeah, so and this how is many, my second time. And, and been... how many Legion's Con have they had so far? What number so is there's this been, year? um, there was there's been five 
Okay, the first one was very small. It was in a, like a corridor of <laughs> uh, New uh, of a New Jersey Toy Con um, back five years ago, and it was just a couple of guys getting together after the con. Then they had an online one in COVID, which yep. was quite big, and they had a lot of presentations and stuff like that. And then the last three years have been in person and getting bigger. So I was at the, so the, there was one, the three years ago one was a one day one on a Sunday and the New Jersey Toy Con was the day before. So they kind of combined the two. Um, and it's the same guy, Joe Vettery, that runs Legion's Con as the Toy Con New Jersey. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then they decided, given how well it went and, you know, the growth in the community to make it a two day event in 2022 so after watching the 2021 one from afar i was like okay i'm just gonna go <laughs> you know, i'm gonna bite the bullet here and go it's not you know it's it's about a six seven hour flight from here uh, a couple of days in america it's not crazy and they had a deal on the hotel which okay still wasn't cheap you know but it was fine for getting a hotel in that part of the world you know yep and then this year it's a bigger hotel bigger venue maybe They've even learned more from the previous years in how, how to run it and, you know, with queues and stuff like that. Mm. For example, all that worked really well this year. Uh, and given what I saw in 2022, I decided to uh, get a table as well and uh, sell some painted stuff, some customs, things like that. And then in the meantime, I started a podcast with two other guys who decided to join me at the table. And uh, yeah, well, that's how we did it. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, that yeah, is I got fantastic. To know, I got to know people in person at 2022. You know, I'd known people online, obviously, and but meeting them in person just gives that more connection. And it even gives the connection that when you subsequently speak to them online, it's much more real, yes. you know? Yes. Uh, and then this year was just building on that. It was like you go into it, suddenly you're not, the small talk is gone. You're just straight into the kind mm -hmm. of real talk, you know, there's just, how's it going? Right, let's talk about this or, you know. And uh, yeah, that obviously has built more this year. And we had a road to LegionsCon on the Eurolegions podcast where we did seven weeks uh, of episodes, sometimes twice a week. Oof. And in total, we had, I think, 31 guests. Wow. In those times, all people that were vending at the show or, yeah. you know, bringing something to the show somehow. Uh, so that was awesome. The hotel this year was amazing. And they're bringing it back to the same hotel next year. Uh, there's an Irish pub in the lobby. Nice. Oh, Feel like right at home. <laughs> look out. Uh, yeah. But also people are hanging out in the lobby. You can also just, you know, if you don't want to be spending, obviously, hotel pub prices the whole night, uh, yeah. it's absolutely fine. You can go and get your uh, six-pack or 12-pack in the local Walmart, oh. hang out in the lobby. Hotel were cool. The people, I mean, you'd think there's potential for it to get very messy there with a lot of people, uh, yep. you know, kind of drinking and it was totally cool. And any time I think any one of a friend group was maybe a little bit over the weather, I guess somebody brought them back to the room and, you know, they were packed away for the night. But there was no, there was no, nothing I can remember that uh, or I've heard of that was kind of anything overboard. The hotel were super happy with the people and uh, going to have them back next year, of course. Fantastic. And I think they were, ner they, I mean, we've heard that they were nervous on the first night, you know, when yeah. suddenly, <laughs> I mean, to, to show you, to give you an example, like a, there was a wedding in the hotel on the Friday night. So the Friday night before the two days of Legion's Con. Uh, and we were all hanging out in the lobby, you know, having beers and chatting. And that was after the big, uh, which we'll talk about the, the big reveal, the G-Con thing that they did in the hotel. And uh, the bride walks in with, you know, the her husband, new husband and a couple of groomsmen and bridesmaid. 
and just a whole load of hairy fat dudes just turned around. Like, <laughs> you know, and I said, to, I said to one of the guys, "Do you think this girl, when she's dreaming about her wedding day, I can't wait to go into the lobby of a hotel with a load of hairy fat Comic Con or kind of nerd guys just uh, cheering me?" And uh, yeah, that's how it was. And yeah. She she played up to the crowd, of you know. Did you've got to do it. You got to do it. A little yeah. kind of bow and a little kind of shimmy for the crowd, and yeah. uh, she was delighted. <laughs> <laughs> she should be. She was the best looking person in the room. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Notwithstanding a few, of course. Nah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Pete, Pete, um, Pete, Pete McCarthy's yeah. beautiful oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, he's a very handsome Jeez. man. Uh, Travis Bowles is a very yes. handsome man. Well, Travis, I mean, yeah. Does Cody Cat live up to expectations he wasn't there right oh, no. yeah, but yeah. yeah he would have definitely yeah, i'm sure yeah, <laughs> now talk now something i really want to touch on is the costumes yeah. the rebecca and i forget mm. the other uh, person's name john john, john right john so McDonald's. they, they rebecca came and john mcdonald they uh, wore yeah. a um uh what are they you'll, you'll be able to explain so, it better than me yeah like so a, they did they did different costumes on yes. the two days i yes. think on the first day they did a, a goblin yep and a skeleton. Yes. Um, in a night. And, uh, you might have seen outfit. some pictures from our page where yeah. I was posing with a goblin. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, they looked like the Mythic Legions figures yeah. in big, you know. But, but I, I want to talk about incredible. the second day where she wore that uh, headdress yeah. and the... Um, yeah, what, she, yeah, she dressed up as the vampire queen, Alithia. Mm. Um, and it was incredible. And apparently she forgot her contact lenses oh, for the eyes. Right. So she actually drew the eyes on her eyelids. Oh and a lot God. of the time she was walking around with the eyelids yeah. down so she'd get yeah. the full effect. <laughs> yeah. um, but those two were amazing. I mean, they're, 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 they're professional cosplayers. Cosplay. Cosplay. They are yeah. out of control. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do yeah. a lot of toy-based yeah. yeah. cosplays. She's done Golden yeah. Girl. She's done like Golden Girl. Go She's from, done Shearer. He's yeah. done like a war duke yes, yes. from Dungeons and Dragons. She, she it's did, insane. Um, She-Ra from the movie, the yes. concept art. Yep. Uh, so yeah. I yeah. Have They're two of my so favorite cosplayers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like uh, the, the talent they have, I mean, because obviously as a customizer, I know the Mythic Legion sculpts inside yeah. out, you know, where the, you know, and... <laughs> It was perfect. It yeah, was wow. literally spot on. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a resemblance. This was literally <laughs> yeah. like she'd got the three D file and yeah. just made it in big. Sweet, you know, it That's was amazing. it was amazing. Yeah, uh, and of course that adds to the atmosphere. And there was a few other people cosplaying uh, yeah. as different things. Yeah, um, and Maverick uh, was he was doing the Red Death. You know, Maverick. Oh yes, Maverick, yes, I uh, saw that. That's from, yeah. He's a, Big that's only been uh, it was only released a few weeks ago it feels like and yeah. to already yeah. bang out a yeah. costume <laughs> it's like incredible, that it's yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah so tell us about the reveals like uh, you know i want to yeah. hear the, oh, the, the elephant in the room the per bear. se yeah, <laughs> the elephant yeah, yeah the bear <laughs> so i'll i'll uh, i'll talk but in the meantime i'll uh, try and share a screen here Beautiful. so that yep. we can uh, chat a little bit about it but uh, so firstly on the friday so uh, we got there a day early well actually my friend from the podcast rich uh, jones he actually went to the intern for a day oh nice oh, that's yeah, the thing we they can, do yep, that's yep. the thursday yep um and i arrived on the thursday evening and then friday we had already got a little um we had already got a little heads up from jeremy gerard who's the marketing manager for the four horsemen that uh, we would be involved in one of the reveals oh, which nice. was congratulations ridiculous yeah yeah so on the Friday, 10 o'clock in the hotel, uh, there was a room where we all queued up um, they had invited, obviously, guests uh, to, to queue up uh, for 
for it. Oh, and beautiful. They actually then let it slip that there was going to be enough room for pretty much everybody. Oh, right. Yeah. It was yep. there. So people uh, queued up uh, and at 10 o'clock, then they started the live stream with the live studio audience of revealing the figures. And it was pretty full on. You know, there was, uh, what is there? Uh, for 12, oh, 13 wow. figures of this wave. Yes. Plus, or, sorry, 11 figures plus two weapons packs. Yes. Yep. So. It was about a four and a bit hours live stream and it was kind of every half an hour a reveal and then cool. chatting about it. Yeah. They had uh, special guests for each reveal. So this wave is the kind of end of the waves involving the factions. So each uh, each of the last four years, there's been this big wave in November at this thing called G-Con. It's their own basically version of their own uh, kind of Comic-Con. Yes. Uh, they used to just do it in, online and the last uh, two years it's been in front of a live studio audience. And uh, they have uh, done the fa factions versus each other. So there's there's 10 factions in Myth Mythic Legions mm. and they all uh, face off against each other. And this was the final one and it was the two splinter factions. So the ones that don't have the kind of uh, Dark Four uh, or the, the kind of big uh, gods behind them. And this was the Sons of the Red Star, which are basically a bunch of cutthroats and mercenaries uh, and assassins. Very barbaric uh, looking, like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and and then the no, the barbaric is the House of the Noble Bear. Oh, so I'm they're sorry. basically yeah. a bunch right. of Vikings and uh, barbarians, uh, and basically people that you know make their outfits from what they find kind of hanging around, you know, and maybe take the armor off their okay. uh, mm. people that they've slain and stuff like this. And they're, so they're both splinter factions from the main factions. Right. And there was a great, there's a great kind of story lore now coming behind this. And uh, it's super interesting if you get into it. Uh, if you listen to episode 39 of our podcast, we actually did a kind of audiobook reading of the story behind this wave or the kind of intro story. Uh, really fun to listen to because none of us have time to read 40 minutes of text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can, you listen, can listen to, to us, uh, mm. bring it to bring it to your ears. Um, yeah, so the the figures. Uh, do you want to go through the figures a little bit, or yeah, 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 can yeah. I highlight a few? Or so. Um, firstly, the first one up was this uh, this one, brother of Bjorngar. So he's a Viking. Even so, real, real look like at that. feathers type on on his um, yeah, shoulders. Yeah, crazy. Yes. Yeah. So C. Jessen uh, was there. Yeah. He's the guy that does the prototyping for the soft goods. Him yep. and his wife. Uh, it's incredible. What he's done and it's also incredible that the what the factory's been able to execute based on his yes. prototypes mm. uh, and i think that's where they have it nailed down um so i think that is the talent of the four horsemen they know how to bring a figure to a certain point that the factory can execute it on it yeah and so you don't ever get the situation where you have a prototype and you go oh this figure now doesn't look as good mm. as the prototype yeah because they don't make the pro they could obviously go even more to town on the prototypes but then it's going to give you that gap. Yes. Yep. Which yeah, I think yeah, we've yeah. had in the past with certain companies. Yes. Um, yeah. So all these figures these days are loaded. I mean, when they do now these kind of re-releases of the older figures, it's cool if you're a completist or, you know, you want to just pad out your collection, but they're not as value as these ones. I mean, mm. uh, so Look this is Viking. It's got two separate heads. Um, this guy is actually, the name is actually uh, a homage to a guy called Brad Jones who has a, he with his friend Michael Casper have a show in the Mythic Legions Cabal every every second week. Uh, it's kind of a live stream where they chat to somebody and they're huge fans of the line. So 
But this is what the horsemen do. They throw little nods to people. And there's a few more of them throughout this wave. So I can, I can mention that. I, like, I'm just even Obviously marveling Brad, at, this, uh, at this website. Like, this is these are for figures that are just revealed, if yeah. I understand it. And they've got, you know, this lovely header image. They've got a gallery. They've got, I mean, you know, all yeah. the different angles. Here's a layout of all the weapons. Here's the, the release date. Yeah. Here's what it's another level, come. isn't it? Here's the biography. No one else is doing it to this right. quality. Hasbro, right? here's a new so, figure. You get so like sh- so. Uh, shout out to yeah, just a nothing. Yeah, by comparison. Shout out to Trevor Williams, one six shooter. He does yes. all these pictures for one them. He gets great. the figures a cut. Usually now, less last minute than before. He yeah. usually gets them a couple of uh, weeks in advance. Um, he always takes the kind of turnaround shots uh, with all the you know the poses and uh, showing all sides of the figures and mm. then the shot with the accessories. And then he does one oh, uh, absolutely amazing Look at that. Uh, yeah. shot in a kind of a scene. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he said that he, he normally gets them, you know, kind of figure by figure or whatever they have ready. But he said to them, so he set up this amazing snow scene that you see there in the picture. Uh, mm. And you get all these pictures on sourcehorseman.com if you're if you're interested in following along. Um he set up this snow scene and he said to them, he said, I need you to send all the figures from this oh, uh, noble bear faction together because I can't take down and put up this snow yeah, scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to take them all, you know, together. Yep. Um, and yeah, so he, he always has this, uh, you know, beautiful kind of uh, toy photography shot along with all the other. Uh, and this is normally the first picture you see. And then you see the turnaround right. and yep. then cool. chat yep. about it. And actually, so Jeremy Gerard, the marketing manager, he's one of the guys that's uh, presenting the live stream, and he's actually on the laptop. Once you start talking about the figure, clicking to publish the the figure to the website and oh, wow. publish it to Instagram and to Facebook, and which is why when we were up, Rich was sitting beside him, and he actually saw the next two figures on oh, his phone yeah. when he was publishing, them. <laughs> <laughs> and he was texting us then across. He's like, "I can't tell you guys, but oh my god." Yeah, he said his legs were shaking when he got back to the chair and it wasn't because he was on the live stream, it was because he saw the next two figures. <laughs> yeah. So we better get this We better get this moving. So the next uh, two was a dwarf two pack called Exiles from Under the Mountain. And there's this actual group of dwarf lovers within the Mythic Legions community called the Kings Under the Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a nod to them. And they actually brought up the two main guys from that. So that's... Uh, my good friend Anthony House Seal, he's a big fan of our show and has been a supporter from the start. And he's dwarf crazy. He also runs a, a 3D parts company called the Toy Forge, which is very focused on dwarf parts and, and stuff for dwarfs. So they brought up him and another guy called Chris Farone, who's another uh, customizer and 3D parts guy who's a big dwarf guy. And they actually named two of these uh, exiles. So this is a dwarf builder pack. So yep. you can basically... Uh, it's a male and female dwarf, both on the kind of same. So the old, they had one female dwarf before and it was built on the slimmer body and it just didn't work. And they even said that on the live stream. So this is the same body. All these swap uh, parts are swappable between each other. So, for example, the female in this uh, glamour shot has the, the bare arms. You could swap that to the to the male guy. Right. Um, you know, you can scale, swap all the yeah. armor between them. You can also swap all this armor uh, between the bigger size figures. So the things that make the dwarves the dwarves are the shorter lower legs, the shorter lower arms, and there's one part of the upper legs is a bit shorter. So other than that, all these parts could be uh, 
uh, moves down the kind of a regular yeah, size very that's fast. Just, that's and also you can make an in-between figure so if you wanted to just use the shorter legs so for example i did a walrus custom and i didn't want them to be uh, dwarf size but i didn't want them to be full size so i used half of the dwarf legs to make nice. them kind of in-between size yep um yeah so these uh you can build a crew with these the dwarf guys are obviously going to get 10 packs of these each you know and just build yeah. a crew of dwarfs this is the first new dwarfs parts basically since the first wave oh, go back wow. in uh, 2016 wow. so obviously those guys were going crazy they've also named two of them after the two of the characters in the bio after Anthony so Anton of the Forge mm -hmm. uh, was one of them and Chris also got one uh, named after him so how long before uh, you and the the Euro Legions boys get like your own <laughs> Mythic Legions figure because this they seem to be very I mean, good at tapping into the community <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Just going, oh look at that yeah. wow look at these images oh, yeah with the mask so the torch on. is amazing yeah. as well they do a, they did a torch with the kind of yeah, I don't know, uh, Frank. I think uh, we just keep plugging away and what happens, happens. It's not the purpose of the whole thing, but it'll be definitely a very good day if that ever happened. Yeah, so you see there, if you look at the accessories shot, I mean, it's so just four different a bunch heads, of stuff. Two with know. masks. Yeah, two, two, yeah, two masks, two unmasked. Uh, this is the price of two regular figures, so $75. The figures are 37 each. Mm. So they didn't even round it up to 80 You know, they're, yeah. they're keeping it real. kind of... Uh, they, they do definitely yeah. the most beautiful oh this one figure, is my one favorite of the ones i've ever yeah. seen yeah, yeah. Uh, she's incredible uh, Nieve, female actual frost elf she's now a barbarian because she's joined up with the barbarians because yep. she kind of got stuck up in that part of the world um she's beautiful yeah uh, so they have a painter in the studio called sherry and she is incredible uh, prototype painter and she does all the females and uh, apart from Eric Treadway's oh. obviously amazing sculpt, mm -hmm. uh, you just see the the face sculpt on this uh, figure. They also did a cool shield with her where you can stick the arrows in. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. You can have up to seven arrows stuck oh. into that shield. <laughs> John, just looking at the the physique yeah. of this female figure, yeah. is that different to you know when they first bought out yeah. the? So this is it this seems is like a chunkier. Um, yeah, this build. is also unique because it is the first, uh, so they call it 1.0. So that's yep. traditionally been the male build of the figures. This is the first 1.0 female. Yes. So uh, all the parts are interchangeable with the male figures. Obviously, there's a more female type torso on this figure uh, that you would keep for the females. But the first kind of female uh, figure in, uh, in this kind of uh, scale was uh, Vorga in the Cosmic Legions. So they had bare arm parts with Vorga, for example. And people kind of knew that this was going to go this way for yeah. Mythic for certain yep. characters. Right. Uh, and it works really well. Yeah, it looks uh, great. She looks so yep. cool. Yep. She, yeah. These these boots are the same upper boots as the Viking guy and the lower feet. The feet parts oh. are different, uh, probably oh. smaller for a female. Yep. Just to make it. And those boots are cool with the kind of furry thing. I mean, there's going to be a few He-Man customs yeah. uh, out of those, you know. Yep. Uh, people were very so excited. You could, you you know, could make um, a wicked tealer out of it. A, yeah, yeah. a snow edition of tealer with yeah. the hair red. And yeah. Yeah. You go. Uh, just, just quickly yeah. on price point. We're, we're talking thirty-seven yeah. fifty yeah. for those dwarf two packs. What's a Super 7 figure ultimates? 55. In, U in US. US right? In US. 55. There's just uh, yeah. there's something yeah. there's something wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> How can they do yeah. that? So these are... Yeah. I mean, when you talk about Four Horsemen figs, obviously this is the direct uh, pre-order now at the Four Horsemen that's open right. till yeah, mid-January. 
the retail of these at a retailer is 50. Okay, so okay, yeah. uh, still a bit comparable, but you can get them cheaper if you invest the cash now yes. and get later. And obviously, if you're in the States, that's a bit better because of the, you know, the shipping and mm. the customs and stuff like that. But still, this is the best uh, value figure out there for me. You know? it, it's incredible. And then if you go to, you know, in maybe two years time when these figures will be at Legion's Con, uh, they'll be 40 bucks. Yes. Con. So they, they normally add a couple of dollars just to cover local taxes sure. and whatever yeah. they have to pay to sell. Uh, but 40 bucks uh, for these. This is, it's insane yeah. that you're getting the, the, yeah. the siegeism, you know, cloth goods, which, yeah. which are, you know, that you're getting that in this. Yeah. What, Love what are Hasbro, what, what are Hasbro and Mattel doing? Repainting Spider-Man. My for goodness. The I mean, when you, time. when you line them up, I mean, we, I, I love Black Series and, yeah. and face print yeah. and all that. But really, when you put them side by side, it's incredible that the Horseman, which is really a niche company, hmm. can, can yeah. take it to the, the mess guys and put out like this product for the yeah. cost they're doing. I yeah. mean, uh, 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 <laughs> it's like, it's uh, nuts. Are, are, right? are they a niche company now? Like, well, in comparison, they, I mean, like, you mean, they're not like a, they're not a, they're not a, a, a listed, you, you know, you scrub, top you scrub out multi-billion Mattel. dollar company. You scrub out Hasbro sure. and Mattel. Yeah. I would say, you know, Four Horsemen are the next one on that. Well, you probably got Playmates. you probably got Playmates and, and uh, a few, but, Todd, Todd Father. And Todd, Todd yeah. But then, yeah, look, I mean, they're next. Um, Ah, it's incredible. Yeah, but but I, I think also. But you you're talking the difference here between nostalgia collecting and action figure collecting. Right. Sure, but, but also exactly, I think there's exactly. a big. Uh, there's probably ten fifteen dollars per figure for uh, pure licensing. I, to, I, to, look, yeah. yeah, no, I understand that. I understand Disney that. Money. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it puts it in perspective, doesn't it? it? Does. When you it look does. at this, uh, yeah. it's out of control. But I mean, also the horsemen need to come up with their own designs, their own IP themselves. Their sure. Own, licensing yeah. stories you know so that it doesn't cost as much obviously as paying you know for a spider-man uh, license but it definitely costs them you know a staff member to do all that yeah the time of, the time to do it yeah you know yeah. Uh, so there is you know it's not for free just because it's their own ip sure but it, it's definitely cheaper than you know he-man license spider-man license so this next one is a an ogre scale so about nine inches uh, he's a, a kind of minotaur yak He's been on the box art. He's called Rigorian. He's been on the box art uh, since the first Ogres were out. Oh, I think yes. In 2018, 19. Um, and people have been kind of always asking, when is he coming? When is he coming? So now was Tell the time. Tell us about his uh, weapon of choice, his yeah, double Yeah, yeah. so this weapon, this weapon first actually came uh, with the Deluxe Legion Builder uh, Wave. Um, and it was a set of weapons that Nate Barch designed. Yep. And it's sculpted by Eric Treadway then. Um, and it is uh, basically two kind of goat heads uh, on the end of a big kind of trident type thing. But the way they're painted, uh, they look like yeah. real heads. They don't look like armorized, just cast in yeah. um, bronze yeah. and, you know, yeah, exactly. and forged. They originally These, came yeah. uh, more in the bronze color Yeah. Um, uh, in that pack. Now they're coming with this and this. <laughs> so that... Uh, so good. Yeah, I think... That uh, that weapons pack plus the ogre was forty plus twenty five, and now this figure is going to be sixty, and you get right. a more detailed paint job mm. on the weapons, uh, and you get a you know an ogre scale yak with a lot more paint jobs on it as well. Yeah, uh, my so, son is very much into animals, and in particular mm. cows. He would take one look at that and go. 
Look, Daddy, it's a Highland cow. <laughs> They're the ones yeah, that have the big so sort of extended horns. Yep, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of discussion whether this is a, like really just a minotaur uh, that looks a bit like a yak, but yep. I think uh, I'm fine either way. Uh, the glamour shot there, we can all... Luxuriate I was wondering that. what it's those amazing. extra skull heads are. They, they hang on his belt. Yeah, they're so cool. Yeah, they hang that. on his belt. Yeah. Uh, and Insane. I think they come with a figure in the Necronominous wave. You know, this uh, kind of ghoul lady with the with the animal in the basket. Yeah, right. And she has this okay. kind of chimera skeleton dog. They're the two heads from that. Right. That they have okay. uh, done. So they Very pop cool. in parts here and there that are just uh, incredible. So again, that's a kind of a really striking looking figure. And what what um, about we have to talk about Bodvar? Surely yes. at some point. <laughs> yeah. So we get to we're okay. getting to Atlas next uh, yeah. quickly. So Atlas is the leader of the House of the Noble he, Bear. He's had figures before. Yeah, he's he quite iconic he's in, a, yeah, in this. He's had a figure before. Yeah, and it's been re-released in All Stars. So the same figure's been out twice. Yep. If you compare the two, it's it's night and day now with the You're amount right. of stuff. Um, Look at that. So he's been redone. That's that head sculpt is similar, but it's a new head sculpt right. apparently. Yep. Uh, so they he looks amazing. The, yeah. Oh, look, the look at that. Cloth goods. Oh, two see different the, kinds the, of the, fur. He's kind of asym- he's asymmetrical say, uh, yeah. with the with the kind of uh, boots and he's stuff. And very, that's oh, look, he's wearing the boot. Yes. He's got Esk. one arm. And, yeah. Make a He-Man yeah, movie so the, that looks like that. Oh, I tell you what. Right? Yeah. Oh, look at that helmet. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. like the, uh, so cool. the gladiator-style yeah. yeah. helmet So the again. story behind these guys is they kind of all came from the kind of uh, Colosseum, uh, and that has kind of the Mercurian Colosseum, and that has kind of fallen now, and now they're just a bunch of kind of bandits on the run. This this little bare arm here, this bare forearm, that's the first time we've seen that sculpt. So we assume that uh, there will be more bare forearmed figures in the future. Yep. That you can eventually build your kind of uh, Ular type figure. Yes. Yeah. It's funny so, how we get um, so excited about a naked uh, look, arm. There's nothing on his yeah. arm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The naked barbarian. Shout out to Steve Bushotti. This one is out um, of control. Look at all those parts. Look at all the stuff you get. Yeah, it's and, just and like, the, was a whole hands pack nearly, you know, yep, eight, yeah. eight, eight hands, so two, four sets of hands. A uh, bunch of uh, swords and daggers, a really detailed ornate axe, mm. uh, yeah, an extra wrist pauldron. So if you want to kind of uh, have armor on both arms, two head sculpts. Yeah. Awesome. Crazy, crazy cool. Uh, yeah, and there he is in the in the snow. And, and, and the, the loin cloth in the um, cloth goods as well, the fur, yeah. as well yeah. as those in two furs fur, on yeah. his back. That is, I mean, uh, that's probably... Your One favorite? of my favorites yep. now that yep. I've seen all the parts yeah. on yep. him. Mm. He's incredible. Have we hit your favorite yeah. yet, John? <laughs> um, I would say the first favorite. one, the Viking, is mine right. just yes. just because I wanted a Viking. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay. The dwarf two-pack is so much potential, but <laughs> so many. <Yeah. laughs> also, when we get onto Scapular, yeah. he's amazing as well. So Here what they did the with the... <laughs> It's a bear. To come out it's so a giant bear, bear. The bear. Mean bear. So Joe Vasapolo from the studio, he was kind of be, he was kind of behind the curtain, you know, um, bringing out the figures as they came, uh, and he came out with like a box, and uh, so he opened the box to look into it, and was like, oh no, it's a troll. So he pops the troll on the table, yeah. and then he brings out the bear, and the bear is kind of normal crouching pose, uh, you know, like uh, like a normal bear would. <laughs> yep. On all fours. On all fours. And then yeah. they. Yep. Yeah, and then they talk about the bear, and obviously it's just 
Bull's Gale Bear and Eric was talking about how much he, like he sculpted every single piece of fur <laughs> oh on this you know and, and I was kind of thinking at the time I said Eric you're an amazing sculptor but maybe you could have outsourced like the boring little fur stuff yeah. and, and, you know freed up your time a bit but obviously he said he used to do a lot of it in the evening and when he was home from work just kind of you know maybe while he was relaxing and with his family he'd one just fur be on, the screen, time. on the little <laughs> pad kind of you know doing the bits of fur so in the end, you get a unique sculpt that way. It's oh, not just true. copy paste, copy paste, you know. Yep. So then, then uh, oh, they do all that, and then going. I know where they go. <laughs> they say, they say, hold on, uh, Joe, you want to go back into the back, yeah, and see what else we have. And he comes out with another box, and then it's the bear in the standing. Pose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You could, there was a and, shot uh, there that you just brought up, John, where you could see the articulation in those hind legs, and I'm like. There's a reason yeah, that yes. those joints exist, so he can stand yeah, upright. Exactly. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the reason for him doing the troll fake was became apparent because he pops it on the table beside yep. the troll, and it's taller than the troll. <laughs> than the <laughs> troll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. all made sense. And there's, and there's Atlas on the bear. So Atlas, yeah, he he was always uh, said to have rode a yeah. bear. So yeah. we kind of thought. It's, it's funny because we around this table like we sort of came to know the four horsemen from obviously like masters and then their sculpting work on the classics and you can yeah. see that almost acting as a prototype to this stuff yeah. and you know there's a lot of sort of things that follow through but they're, they're now at the point where they've just perfected their craft yeah and it's just they're just yeah. going we're not you know hampered by a big uh, a mattel or a super seven we're doing our yeah. stuff we're doing it our way but like, to john's point it's one thing to do this in the studio, right? To be able to produce something of this quality, but to then make it through the manufacturing yep. process. Mass There's scale. a real yep. skill yep. and art yeah. form in that because yep. they're working with factories like everyone else yeah. and they're getting it yeah. to a, a standard that is well above, above. Yep. what we're seeing, I think, from from a number of the big big boys, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah, and then let's uh, quickly go through this. So this is the Sons of the Red Star. So as I said, they're kind of assassins, cutthroats, you know, kind of a, a little mercenary band. And they worship this thing called the Red Star, which appears every so often in the in the in mythos. And then they kind of strike, you know, and their ultimate goal is to kind of take over. Um, so this guy is the one we were brought up to reveal. Um, and I think uh, especially as rich in our uh, in our podcast, he's big into these kind of characters. And, you know, I think we all uh, had an affinity with this guy because of all the parts he comes with uh, to customize and everything. So this guy's called Dispatar. And he's an assassin uh, from this new race called the Scorian race. Uh, so basically, he's basically got a big, massive lobster oh, table. Oh, look like a that. scorpion. What? Yeah, wow. Yeah, with extra scorpion arms and a lobster back. table. Yeah, extra arms at the back comes with the kind of four of these kind of scimitar type swords. Um, and he can also do four different looks with him with the, the head sculpt and the masks on and masks off. Kind of oh, reminds wow. me of like this. a like a web store in a suit of art, like a yeah. more sort of samurai-esque armor. He's got the extra yeah. mandibles. He's got a bit of a oh, sticker. Oh, those Look at the face. He's got a sculpt. bit of a predator yeah. vibe. Yeah, I like it yeah. without yeah. the uh, mask uh, hiding his mouth. Mm. I, I think that's really cool. Look yeah. at the green cool. eyes. Yep. They're just glowing. Yeah. 
and they've yes, created so something very unique. This is how they unique. get you in terms of army building. You know, they yeah. just show you that picture with the four. <laughs> you got to buy four. Yeah. And then you read the bio and you see it's a team of assassins. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but isn't that clever? You know, yeah. making your buy army build, but also sitting them on your shelf and looking different yeah. to just yep. a regular horde trooper yeah. that all, yeah. all look the same. Yep. So. Yeah, totally. And of course, yeah, if you just want one and you want to change up the look every now and then, you know, it depends what type of collector you are, of course, but yeah. it's it leaves it open for everyone. Um, they did a shadow elf female, which they hadn't done before. She looks so this cool. She looks Manisha like she could fit into Cinderhorn. Cosmic. Yes, that was uh, that was said on stage, Ben, would you believe? Yeah, yeah. That they basically go. said that. Yep. Uh, this is the kind of look I that love you the colors. Cosmic. I, I, I just that look just at the, does it for I me. Mean, those boots also yeah. come from these kind of wasteland wanderer in yes. Cosmic. Yep. So she's got um, sort of got blue skin. Look at the yeah. Look, look at the cape. I mean, yeah. the cape is worth twenty five bucks if you're going to buy that off a you know guy on Etsy or something. Yeah, and she also has the soft goods uh, skirt in a in a kind of a bright purple. Comes with her basically a hands pack again, yep. <laughs> where they have three different heads. The one of them is a repainted elf head uh, from a figure uh, years ago called Maria Goldenbranch. Uh, the middle one there with the kind of floppy uh, piece of hair coming down—that's a repaint of a cosmic uh, legions figure head uh, called Zeri. So she was the female in the first wave, you know, that kind of bluish female with the kind of cape. Mm. Looked like she might be out of Star Wars. Uh, and then obviously the hooded masked face. Uh, so again, that that long that sword is look. exactly almost uh, to the uh, sculpt uh, that um, Golden Girl uh, holds that curved ah, dagger uh, type sword. Yeah, yeah, so. mm. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I knew it looked a little bit familiar. Yeah. So that's her. So uh, again, an awesome figure, and she is she is on the original female build. Um, then we had this green guy. Uh, who is called Yosh? Oh, he's very um, Yosh Hani Kari. Sorry, Yosh yeah, Hani Kari. Okay. Yeah, he's um, he's a reuse of a lot of the Monkey King armor. Right, figure Monkey. obscura. Yep. Is that the one you got, Ben? No, no, I got the headless horse. That's uh, um, yeah, mm. figure obscura. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the Monkey King was completely gold uh, in this armor, and it looks strikingly different. Yeah. If you didn't, you know, straight away you go, oh, it's, oh yeah, I see it. But then it, you compare them, and you go, wow, the paint job makes such a difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of a green orc type color. Um, I love it. Maybe a little it, bit it brighter. Pops. Yeah. And um, he's a he's a stealth assassin, so you can kind of see, um, what he. You know, he can get that almost from looking at him. Mm. Uh, yep. He's loaded with uh, soft goods uh, as well. Um, couple of swords. Uh, that amazing helmet with the big uh, mm. the plume coming out of it. Looks like um, there's something yeah. that attaches to his back. Is there like a little notch in, yeah. in the back of his arm? Yeah, that's there? in all of the figures. Yeah. So you can you can attach various things in there. Yeah, okay. They originally came with the wing adapters, but they have used them in various different oh, ways. Oh, oh, that's a helmeted head. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So he's, so he's got head. like the goblin face, but like where your your horns are. Is that meant yeah. to be like smoke coming out of his horns or is that just like just twisted? Yeah, I think or... it's more kind of demon. Yeah, you know, okay. Kind of, Whatever yep, yep. comes out of a demon, yeah. Wow, that's um, sick. But I think uh, as it's translucent, it is meant to be yeah, some sort of, uh, you know, kind of like power, not a, like a solid structure, more of a kind of yeah, something flowing out of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Very again, unique. eight eight hands. This guy, 
the various different uh, gestures. And there you see him. Oh, and that's so cool. These glamour shots, what you have to appreciate as well, is that Trevor's working with prototypes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the, like I think of the previous, the previous figure, so the the shadow elf, he said that he spent an hour trying to stop her falling over because oh, she's basically oh, resin glued together. Yeah, and, yeah, um, of course. So, what he often does when he gets the wave in, uh, you know, from the factory, then is he takes all the shots that he wanted to take <laughs> when he had the prototypes. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get him into. <laughs> so he could be waiting two years, you know, to basically get this. This is Scapular, uh, the Crypt Breaker. This is a re-release of um, uh, Scapular from, uh, or it's a second second version of Scapular from the original uh, wave. And he is absolutely loaded. This, this guy this looks faction. like any any video game character that holds all their weapons. That's, you know, got an <laughs> artillery of 50 different yeah. uh, weapons and magic casting and everything. All, and this is what you look like when you're running yeah. around that world uh, <laughs> yeah. holding them all. This is your Diablo, level 50 Diablo yeah, character yeah, yeah. with all the weapons yeah. you've accrued in yeah. that time. He's got just in the, and this is a first show. I haven't even seen the turnarounds. He's got his yeah. throwing daggers. He's got a spear. He's got a scimitar. He's got a, a shield. There's obviously something else. Oh, my God. He's got, I, I, he's got all the potions in the back as well. His, his all your yeah. health potions. Absolutely like, loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I described it. And, and you see there, Frank, the, that little thing is holding yeah. a bunch of canisters. That little... Uh, That's his beer. Yeah. At the back. <laughs> That's his beers, yeah. One exactly. for me, one for the road. I, um, I love his um, shield because it looks like very practical that they would yeah. um, then cook, curved, use, yep. use it to cook with like a... Um, yeah. oh, Speaking of beers, could, yeah, Scotty's just busted out over, uh, yeah. round two for everyone. <laughs> Although, what does the skeleton eat? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> he right. was no, a skeleton just, need uh, with beers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to taste it, is he? <laughs> seeing it from a practical point of view. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. See, I described him as a walking rep weapons rack. Uh, yeah. That's, that's just, is he yes. meant to be another? Oh, oh wow. He's like then an alternate he has another look. So yeah. in the story, he comes first as the emir. Okay, so the kind of messenger. And then at the end, it's revealed to be scapular. And wow. uh, so I talked about Brad earlier being named after the Viking guy, uh, and his buddy on the show, Michael, is an absolute scapular of the Crypt Breaker. Michael Casper is an absolute scapular of the Crypt Breaker super fan. Yeah, he's wrote yeah. fan fiction for him. Oh, he's wow. always, you know, you uh, talked about his favorite figure. So they had him up on stage to reveal this figure, <laughs> and they revealed that the name of the Emir is the Emir Caspar. So <laughs> basically named after him, the Emir. And the guy he went. Do you ever see somebody? Who just was so happy and so shocked that they just became speechless yes, and kind of yes. you could see it in their yeah, eyes that yeah. they were trying to stop crying oh, and trying well, to stop yeah. getting emotional. <laughs> and so Brad was with them and Brad is kind of trying to do talk, but then Brad is getting emotional because it was only at that point that they told Brad that uh, the Viking is named after him. Oh, so, man, how would so you be? It was uh, yeah. So he comes with this cool silver mask That's that you can insane. put over the, yeah. the skeleton face. Yeah. Uh, and again, see Jessam soft goods robe. Oh. It, yeah. it changes so, the figure completely, yeah, and that's all he comes yeah, with. Oh my totally. god, I was expecting like yeah. you know fifty million little bits, but that's <laughs> to, for him yeah. to possess that look with uh, what he's got is yeah. incredible. Plus the soft goods as well, obviously. So do you um, look at these? And John he's, a and deluxe, just... he's a deluxe figure. He's forty-eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which 
if we can accept that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. Do you, do you look at these, John? And, and then, do you already have? Sorry to jump in. Do you already have like customizing yeah. ideas? You look at that skeleton, and for example, and go, I'm gonna, I, I can see a, you know, a purple and yellow motif sort of thing. Or I mean, obviously, there's still a while before you get these. I look, in hand, I look at but, parts a lot of the times mm. uh, first. You know, what parts are we missing that I, you know, could add or, or do? Um, but a lot of the time for customizing an actual figure or you know make, maybe creating a different version of them it's when you get them in hand that you get the real ideas yes yeah, yes right. yeah. but it is the parts when you see okay we really are missing you know bare arm or something yeah. or you know yep. these type of pauldrons and you go oh awesome can't wait to get them mm. that i can kind of use them in a, in a more practical way yeah and then the last figure that was revealed was the uh unicorn so umbra mm. so this is a re this is a, basically a retool of the horse uh, and with a unicorn head. Mm-hmm. But being the horseman, they also give you the regular horse head. So oh, that nice. isn't like a horse head yeah. with, the, okay. with the unicorn horn. That's actually a separate head. Nice. <laughs> so if this is your first horse, you'll still be able to yeah. get uh, yep, no, you know, horse, a regular yeah. horse as and well it, as a unicorn. It's quite demonic as well uh, with mm. those... Um, uh, sort of what do you call them spikes going down his mane yeah uh, I exactly really like that yeah and because scapular is such an extravagant guy you've seen him yeah, with, with all the, the attack he has yeah. and all the different bits uh they had to do some sort of a mad looking oh, uh, i like the uh, tail how it's got the him. rings around yeah. it so that's really unique yeah, yeah. and i yeah. can i can comment kind of... how cool these horses are because i just got the headless horseman oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. so you know what it's like yeah, in these... uh just absolutely phenomenal. Got it from um, yeah. Mark's Mark's Collectibles. Marksman. Marksman's yeah. Collectibles. Oh, yeah, Marks, yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, only official licensee of the uh, Mythic the Legions in Australia. Australia. Yeah. So and, th- yeah. and that's thanks to you. You put me onto them. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So I've bought a couple of things from him. I got they, the um, Krampus and their now prices the are pretty decent. They're good. They are. Yeah. They're, they're on par. I think a regular that... figure with them is sixty or seventy Australian. Something yep, like yeah. this. Yeah. And it cuts Local out that, shipping, that yeah. huge time. Uh, yeah. delay of postage you know within a week i've got it in hand from their postage their packaging is second to none like absolutely yeah. flawless uh, packaging uh, tracking the whole way everything um yeah so i uh, yeah got back my headless horseman and absolutely fantastic love it it's in the green variant so yep. it's, yeah, it's the nice. second, yeah. second version yep and um i actually hit you up i said hey I love this yep. figure. It's amazing. I love the. I've got the pumpkin head, the fiery green pumpkin head mm. on on the horse, on the on the head of the um, horseman character. I'm like something's missing. I love it. It's fantastic. But I want the the sword to be um, you know on fire as well. Yeah. So I hit up John and I said, "Hey, in the near future, when you've you know um, all jet lagged out and all back to normal <laughs> and life is good again, uh, I've um, requested if you can hit me up with a custom." Of Ooh. a green sword, so um, nice. watch yeah, watch this space. Yeah, we get to your yeah. flame sword. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in good hands, Ben. I, I, I cannot wait. Yeah. Just, just on that, one of my. Sorry, Clint, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just on until your um, story in a sec, but I was keen to just hear some of the stats on the number of heads and customs you took yes. over for Legions Con, and and I mean the work that you do, people should check out because it is of the utmost quality. Um, but I would love to hear a bit about what you took and and sort of how that all worked in the in the sales side of it as well. Yeah, so I 
Uh, I was just going to say to Ben that that his request it's not the toughest one I've ever got, so I'm oh, quite cool. cool with it. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I will try and do as good a job as possible because it's you guys. I mean, I always do, but I know the cool. I know the cool pics you take, so if you're going to take pics of my stuff, I want it to be as possible can be. You know, so you'll benefit from that. No, so I've been, you know, properly customizing for two to three years Um, got really kind of uh, into it uh, at the start of the pandemic. And, you know, we all needed stuff to amuse ourselves. And uh, that's the road I went down. And uh, yeah, I, over the last year or two, I've painted about 140, 50 heads and I brought about 120 of them to Legion's Gone. <laughs> wow. That's um, some of the earlier ones I did, you know, I, I touched up or I just kind of left them because, you know, you do get better over time. Yep. So you don't want to kind of bunch your heads to the side and go, yeah, they're my first ones. That's cute and all, but like, <laughs> I don't want to, to uh, charge people money for those. So, um, so I brought over that. I brought over about 12 customs that I made full customs, uh, a lot of 3d parts in those plus almost fully repainted, uh, uh, legions, uh, figure parts. Uh, I made a lot of shields from the legions parts. So I basically destroyed the shields with demos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, prime them and put like uh, grit on them and sand and you put moss uh, flock and yeah. all this kind yeah. of stuff yeah. moss yeah. and that kind of stuff uh, and put magnetized handles on them uh, just to kind of because when you're when you're destroying them you're going to mess the handle so that was mm. the solution there um yeah and uh, so i had a table with uh, the two guys some rich and malcolm from uh, the Allegiance podcast with me uh, and we also had some shirts and some pins that i got up I got done with the help of uh, some of the guys in the States. The community is amazing. You know, super. You reach out to somebody and say, can you help me with someone? Or do you know who can, who I can get good pins off? You know, so I ended up dealing with somebody in China for the pins, but it was the same person that does pins for, for uh, Len at Wolf King who put me in touch and his pins are always awesome. And so when I got the pins from the lady in China, um, they were exactly like the quality that he would have got. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's yeah. Awesome. I would yeah, never that's... have got there unless I spoke to him. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he did. Yeah. And he didn't want to say, right, I want to get a cut of these. He was like, no, you go directly to her. You do your thing. Mm. It's fine. I, don't, I, you know, I want you to get the best deal possible. So, um, yeah. So then we we sold over the two days. Uh, I sold probably 60, 70 percent of the heads Fantastic. that I brought. Congrats. Um, nice. A lot of them on day two. Um, yeah, so that covered a lot of the cost of the trip and obviously buying stuff. Uh, had a bit of big bonanza at the horseman table. The vendors got an hour to queue at the horseman table after the con on Saturday because that's one thing they learned from the previous years. For example, the vendors were so busy that they yeah. didn't have time and the queue at the horseman table is all day long. Yeah. Uh, uh, so if you don't have somebody to queue for you, you might miss out. Uh, and what the horsemen do is as well that they actually, they don't just put all the you know, the rarer figures that they have in stock at the start, they drop boxes of stuff out during the day that, you know, might be, might be five or six or maybe three or four waves back. (laughs) And constantly through the day, they'll have the last three or four waves that are kind of more recently delivered. You know, they will always be there for purchase. So for example, Cosmic, if you wanted to fill your boots with Cosmic, it was all there. Yeah. Um, and they actually dropped this surprise figure on the table called the Valiant Knight. Mm -hmm. Um, which was a knight figure using a lot of new parts from uh, the more recent Necronominus wave, which was actually this time last year. Right. Uh, and it has a lot more, uh, it doesn't have more articulation, but they have sculpted it. The arms are more articulated. You can now do the two arm uh, sword pose. Mm-hmm. 
uh, the legs uh, uh, have more articulation without having a, like a, an extra joint or anything. It's amazing figure. Like, so this was dropped on the table. You could get one or two. So I managed to pick up two on that Saturday evening uh, to have them and going to keep them in. <laughs> yeah. And they will drop they will drop them as an in-stock item early next year, they said. Fantastic. A bunch of other yeah, Legion yeah. builders. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't the only chance, but it was yeah. it was it the was first the chance. chance. No, that's that's kind of awesome. how they... Yeah. Uh, and obviously the Legion's con exclusives were the Walter, the Mad 2-pack, which is a cosmic uh, Legion's uh, figure, kind of a, a sentry type figure, and uh, a skeleton. Yeah. And... Uh, Walter is the guy that runs the Mythic Legion's Cabal on Facebook. Yep. Mm-hmm. Over yep. 5,000 members now. Yep. It's a big group. To, and he's now there officially employed. Community ambassador. He started out as yeah. like just a, a community yeah. manager well, in the horse. Now he works yeah. for the horse. He has his he, name on the packages now. Imagine, <laughs> that. That's he, he, Imagine you, back, you start off as. Yeah. So, sorry, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Where he a bit back before Legions was a thing, he yeah. was yeah. a mad battle beast collector. Oh, there yeah. you go. So, uh, so totally I was, you know him. I yeah. was the one that um, said, right, yeah. uh, Walter, I've got 200 bucks. What can I get? Here's my wish list. Yeah. And he'd go out and he'd come back and he'd be like, yep, I can get you these, this, 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 this. And I'm like, just sold. And Dumb. that that was how, that was the only reason how I got my Battle Beast. Because, yeah, because through Walter, through you Walter there you go. Um, I think about 60, 70% of my Battle Beast collection came through VIA him, like him yep. sourcing yep. and things. And, and I'm sure he took a little bit of a cut, you know, as one would, you know, doing that legwork and stuff. Sure. But I, I needed him to be a middleman. Yes. You know, yeah. I needed yeah. that middleman. Yeah. I needed that reach out to person. Have the contacts. And yeah, um, so mad respect to Walter where respect is due. And I slowly saw him totally, you yeah. know, um, picking through, hey, these are mythic legions. You know, here's my skeleton army and mm. things. And, and now to see him grow to, you know, get his own figures, yep. like <laughs> just yeah. ins- incredible. Mad How respect. Good. Yeah, totally. And the first day exclusive was a re-release, or sorry, 2.0 second version of Vorgus Vermilius, which is the blood armor. Uh, yes, again, he's such a cape, cool figure. The cape on this figure is <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, have a look online, but it's literally a piece of art in itself. BGSM art, beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, and they were very easily available. If you had the means, you could go up at the end of the day and, uh, you know, get another 10 bring them home if you wanted. Wow. So, yeah, yeah they, they, they know their levels for that. And and yeah. they had them up online on the Legion's shop, so that's separate to the horsemen, but it's the guys that run the con. Mm. Um, they had a bunch of them for people that weren't at the con uh, in stock yesterday as we speak. So the Saturday after Legion's con, basically, or the Friday after. Crazy yeah, cool. So Insane. It's, uh, yeah, it's an amazing community. I mean, if anyone has the, the means or the possibility to go, uh, even if you're not heavily involved in the community at the moment or, you know, you're, you're shy or whatever, there's all types of people there. Everyone is wants to talk to you. As I said, you could be good down the lift. If you see a person that has a T-shirt or <laughs> something that, uh, you know, looks like they're going to leave, a beard generally gives you <laughs> um, Yeah, I stand out with being clean shaven. It's crazy. Um, but if they're not talking to you, they want you to talk to them. They're obviously yeah. maybe shy. Uh, so... Be the person, just break the ice. Yep. you know, and it's and not it's just amazing. It's not just uh, mythic legions and cosmic legions. They had plunderings. They yeah. had armies of Ashmore. Yeah, they had plunderings. Uh, uh, yeah, they had the meta, meta yep. travelers, which is this new kind of uh, sci-fi line that the horsemen were involved in uh, engineering the figures. They were there. Um, all the stuff, guys. You could you, like you know the way you go to a con and you go around in three hours and you're done. Mm. Yep. You could 
be two days at this and yeah. want to well, see everything. Yeah. And it's it's one massive room, you know. It's probably yeah. no, it's maybe as big as your local uh, uh, thing you have there in Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just it's insane, you know. You could just stand at a table, you know, head full of painted stuff or a rack full of painted stuff. <laughs> there 20 minutes yeah they had uh, two two cool things i picked up uh, two of them they had these uh wine stoppers you know yes yes <laughs> yeah yeah being a wine fan myself living <laughs> in a wine uh, growing region um and they were actually a company that worked uh at the new jersey toy con and they do like superheroes on wine toppers and stuff mm-hmm. and uh one of the guys from legions con that runs it he actually reached out to the horsemen said you need to get these guys uh, to do Legion's versions of those <laughs> and bring them to Legion's Con. So they actually shared the 3D files from the horsemen oh, of wow. five or six characters yeah, yeah. Yep. and they printed out and painted these toppers for the to wine bottles. <laughs> so I have like a skeleton and uh, the cat uh, yeah. Legion's figure. So it's the kind of, you know, the bust, if you were to get a bust of a figure, yeah. you know, that kind of silhouette. It's basically that on top of on a wine stopper, a... <laughs> uh, nicely painted in a kind of a metallic, uh, kind of weathered metallic. Yeah, yeah. Different, they had a couple of different colors, weathered metallic. Beautiful. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't, like, I so don't drink wine, but was, that might yeah. sort of tip me over the edge to <laughs> see that sitting yeah, on the well, table. You, know, you could like... stick it on your beer in the summer to get the flies <laughs> off, which you seem to be struggling with. Yeah, there, there's, a, there's a fly. <laughs> yeah. If you're hearing something online, people, it's, 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 it's not, not static. It's not feedback. Yeah. If someone hasn't left their phone on, there's just a massive fly flying in Australia. It's getting warm now. Oh, we're, yeah. We're starting yeah. to we're freeze all our butts here in off. We're sitting in shorts and t shirt, mate. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock at night. Like, yeah. that's, that's no, how we plenty roll. of people at Legion's Con were in shorts and t shirt, <laughs> but it was it was close to freezing one of the days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, these people just love their shorts, <laughs> <laughs> including one of my co hosts, or both of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, I'm not the type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> I understand. Uh, well, John, thank you so much for coming in and sharing no problem, the, guys. Uh, yeah. the Legions Con experience because I feel like sometimes we have to live vicariously yeah. through others living so far away yeah. from anything mm-hmm. yep. um, and at short notice. So really appreciate it. I think yep. Frankie reached no out problem. to get an audio recording and yeah. we got like we two, got one better. Two days ago. He's yeah. like, hang on, time, time zone's yeah. not that bad. I'll just come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. So thank yeah. you very much, John. Saturday morning it. for me, you know. Beautiful. Perfect. Not too yeah. bad at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I never thought I'd get to experience something like this living kind of in Europe and far away from America and, mm. you know, or that I thought I might get to go to one, but kind of just be one of those guys kind of going around and, you know, not really speaking to anyone, but to be now as, as involved in something yeah. incredible, yep. you know, and, and so good. quick shout out to Euro Legions. Where can people find yes. you and your um, custom work? So firstly, the podcast is on all good uh, podcast platforms, the Euro Legions podcast out every Friday. Um, maybe Saturday your time, I don't, I don't know, but, but every Friday and then the Eurolegions podcast on, uh, on, uh, Instagram, the Eurolegions podcast, all one word, that'll get you everything. There's a link tree in there that'll link back to all our personal Instagrams plus links for the podcast and the Facebook page, uh, follow us there, join the Facebook page. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun stuff, hopefully coming up with some big plans for next year. So hopefully we can execute on those more soon hopefully fantastic beautiful, beautiful. and john, i think sorry go on john I, I have to ask you a little while back the collective here sent you a parcel from australia with your prize yes. from episode 300 That's right. yes. uh, and, and, and it was late and i do apologize so i've chucked a few no extra problem. aussie style and south australian <laughs> style goodies yes. in there for you but, but there was one australian item in the parcel 
a jar of Vegemite. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have to get your feedback on your impression of trying Vegemite. Not a fan. No! <laughs> what, uh, John, well, it's been fun. No, I, haven't, I haven't got the kids to try it yet, so I will, I will send you a message once. Big uh, tablespoon there. I, I did the try some. Joke. I'm not a Marmite <laughs> fan either. That's the British kind of version. I don't know, is it? Which one? Promite? Promite. I, I like uh, Promite. Marmite. Or Marmite. 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 Yeah, yeah, Marmite. Marmite, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. See, you just, this Sorry, is guys. People... I mean, I wanted to. I, I, I love you guys. I wanted to like it. Yeah. <laughs> you love us. We just, we just have weird taste buds. Like, it, it is the, an the, odd The mistake it's an odd that people taste. make, and I, I, I think Davey calls this out all the time, the best way he's been seen uh, as informing people how to have Vegemite is there's a Hugh Jackman was on one of the yeah. talk shows. Watch that, right? That yeah. Clip. And that tells you exactly how to do it. Don't spoon it on straight no. in. Most Aussies can't yeah. even do that because it's no, no, just no. pure it's... salt at the end of the <laughs> well, day. Well, essentially, you're eating yeah. buttered. You get your toast nice That's and warm. Right. Good slathering yeah. of butter, and, you just, and then a just, a, bit of just a smear, yeah. just a smear yeah. of it. Oh, and I might give it a second go that way then. Yeah, yeah. don't eat it out of the jar. No, no, no. It's just a, it's just a very <laughs> I, light touch. I have to say, Scott, the the other treats, the candy and the or the the chocolate and the biscuit stuff and the the savory snacks, superb. Good news. Uh, Excellent. Uh, good, news. good news. Good news. Yeah. Excellent. Fantastic. So it wasn't all a lose. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we like to hear. Scott and the figure I won, obviously, uh, classic Seaman was uh, beautiful. Yeah. Wild. beautiful. Wild. Love it. Now, we should uh, talk about what we did, uh, got up to the shenanigans last night. Oh, yes. We, uh, last oh, night. Yeah. Yes. Quickly. Far out. Yep. yep. So last night we uh, had the big Hack the Dino live stream mm-hmm. at the uh, Barcade, Flipside Barcade. And uh, Ben Rosenthal had all the. Um, you know, all the technology going and things like that. And uh, It was great. To so walk into a room, they had all these tubs full of cords and I, I sort of reactively you just wanted went to, to help. Up, and then you? I just went, no, not my event, not yep. my show. If yep. they need my help. And in the end, we did. I did sort of jump in. They, yep. they did the show in two halves and, and Ben had to put a lot of work into it. Perhaps the one thing, there's one little oversight was big venue, you know, sort of 40-odd 40, 40 people there. And it was essentially like the setup we're using now, people talking into mics and stuff. But if you're at the back of the room where Ben and I were, for example, there was no projection no. from the table. There was no feed, no uh, sort of monitor out sort yep. of stuff. Yep. And I sort of noticed this one. Oh, you need is just like a, a little PA, a little speaker. You plug it in. And I'd even worked out where to put it. Then our uh, mutual friend, Jim Coolen, who's a muso, was there. And he just, without having said this feedback to him, he takes one look at me and just goes, I've got a PA in the car because I haven't unpacked from my gig three weeks ago. Can we just... Can we do that? And I was like, you can plug it in right there. It's going to go over here. This is, and then within, within five minutes, yep. we had a projection going for the second half, which I think worked really, really well. It did. It did. It changed. I, the I thing. love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, we also had all the pinballs and things. And every yeah. now and again, you'd have the... There was pinball machines. There was Daytona machines, Mortal Kombat in the corner. So we had to compete against those little you know, intro music to say, come play me. You know, I'm not being played uh, but it was a fantastic night it was a lot of laughs a lot of um quizzes a lot of uh you know a lot oh. of suspect scoring systems yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the fact we we probably won the minor round by about five points but it was a tiebreaker of course yeah, it, it was always it was, it whichever was a tie. way whichever way it went it, it was, was always going to be a tie <laughs> <laughs> and we went down to the tiebreaker questions which was yep, fantastic yep. i thought the audience participation i thought yeah. ben really um you know, did well yes, with the room, uh, you know, involving the audience and throwing prizes and things. 
Um, you know, shout out to Ollie who got three out of he the did. four games. He did well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did very yeah, well. I was chatting to him afterwards and I said, you did well. And he goes, yeah. Now I guess we've got to go get a Game Boy because I don't think we have one at home. So yeah. uh, worth noting, all the, I found it interesting, all the Hack the Dino fans were right at the front and 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 heckling. Whereas all the Toy Power people, you know, your, your Bretts and Sam Cripps and, and these sorts of people and Davey were right at the back. <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> yep. Also heckling right yeah, from the yeah, back, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Osti yeah. and these guys. Yeah. It was it was a great night. Yeah, Good beers, good food. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good little uh, but, spot. Yeah. Great recommend out. getting down there to the Flipside yes. Barcade if you're in Adelaide. Yep, down fantastic Doors, place. Doors Park. Yep, out that way. And then you can check out Greg at, at Toys R Go, who's in the sort of couple block of, of couple of houses down. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. But yeah, shout out to Hack the Dino guys. Yeah, thanks, um, guys. Great, you night. know, fantastic work. And uh, yeah, and and uh, what's his name? Anton. Anto. 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 Yep. His knowledge of. Oh. Uh, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII. VII was Scott. What was the score on that last one? You know, robotic. <laughs> uh, I got a hundred percent. Of the answers wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got completely pants by pants. Anto. It was unbelievable. He I, just I knew, blew me he, away. He was answering we were... the answers before they were even... Right. Right. The that was the part was I knew we were in trouble. He answered the first one and then he did that that quiz thing where he's like, I've made eye contact with something. That's where I'm going to stay. He didn't move. Yep. Second question come out before Ben's finished it. He's gone, bang, answer. Still hasn't moved. And I've looked at it. I looked around and gone... We are in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just had that real quiz master. All right, I'm in the zone. You know, nothing could break. But that, him. they were the most obscure questions I've mm-hmm. ever heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a massive franchise like Final uh, Fantasy, there was some really deep, deep cut stuff. Yeah, there was one question he got asked, and I'm like, "Why would you know that? That is the most <laughs> innocuous fact. That is a, a five second occurrence in the game. Why do you know this?" <laughs> He was in he was absolutely incredible. Yep. So yeah, Anto, Floppy, um, the whole crew, they were wonderful. Braden, yep. yeah, good yep. good bunch to hang around with and do a podcast. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. A lot of fun. Well, it was a live stream. Apparently we were on camera, but I, I heard at one point they were because they were obviously using the internet from the, the flip side and they were like, Oh, I'm not sure if this is gonna be, you know, strong enough and, and Ben was heard saying he goes Everyone who watches our show is going to be here in person tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry about live streaming this. Yeah. Like, but yeah, good, good. Well done, Ben and uh, Hack the Dino. Thank you very much. We uh, we had a great time. Yes. Looking forward to our revenge round two. Yeah, we might get, might get. I know we get Davy to read the questions and see how oh, uh, balance well. things are. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nah, so it was all, a tie all good breaker. fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Very good. Thank you, John, for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Legends. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. And for all our patrons, thank you so much for ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. Stay safe, take care of one another, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.